Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. Big sale, big savings at oldtimeradiodvd.com. All of our collections, the prices have been slashed. Pricing will be good until January the 1st, 2018, so don't wait. Buy today and enjoy for a lifetime at oldtimeradiodvd.com. You'll be glad you did. The Slide, a science fiction serial in seven parts by Victor Pemberton, with Morris Denham and Roger Delgado. The Slide, Episode 3, Analysis. Following the earth tremors, anxiety is growing at the alarming numbers of wildlife dying in the countryside surrounding Red Low Newtown. In the early hours of the morning, Dr. Richards and his party reached the surface of the Holly Crag Caves after the discovery of yet another earth fissure. Two men, Mr. Sorensen, two perfectly good men, have lost their lives because of a harebrained scheme of no significance. I hope you're proud of yourself. Now look here, Inspector. We've been down those caves time and time again. We didn't know we were going to find that stuff. Have a heart. You knew damn well we've had these earth tremors. You've got to postpone the descent. Most of us are using up a holidays for this, Inspector. We don't have time to postpone. Besides, potholing isn't just a sport, you know. It's an important scientific survey. Well, how is Barry, Doc? Is he going to be all right? It's a break just below the kneecap. They'll fix him up in hospital. If anything, he's had a bad shock. Oh, we're very grateful for you, Doctor. I don't know how I would have got him out without you. I don't think I enjoyed crawling about in the dark, Mr. Sorensen. It's not exactly my favorite form of activity. And if you'll take my tip, you and your group will clear right out of here once and for all. You didn't actually see old Ted down there at all? No. Well, how can you be sure of it? Well, the description was too perfect to... Oh, what does it matter, anyway? Two men are dead. You can't bring them back. That is a good bloke. He wouldn't lie about seeing the old man. I've never known him to get worked up about anything. He's a good bloke. So is Keith. Oh, I'm not looking forward to seeing his wife. How does a man of Ted's age manage to crawl on all fours and in the darkness? And why? Suicide. Suicide? He jumped. They tried to stop him, but... Oh, come off, a dog. People want to do away themselves. Don't go to all that trouble. Well, apparently he struck out like a maniac. The old boy's responsible for what happened down there. He was obviously some kind of nut. Well, I don't know what I'm supposed to well, do. Well, then let me tell you, Inspector. Seal up those caves as soon as you can. Come off it, Doctor. In a few hours, those tunnels are going to be slithering with mud from end to end, from top to bottom. Let's put on a bit. You've fresh. seen what's happened in Holly Mill Lane, Inspector. You mean it's the same thing? I'd lay my reputation on it. It's the same, all right. Inspector, those caves have been down there for centuries. You just can't destroy them like that. Forever. You'd be destroying scientific knowledge. Scientific knowledge can take care of itself, Mr. Sorensen. I'm more interested in the protection of the community. Seal it, Inspector. Seal it before it's too late. I'm sorry to have to bring you back from London so soon, Mr. Deverell. I can assure you I wouldn't have done so unless it was absolutely imperative. No, it's quite all right, Professor. It's good of you to meet me here. Oh, I got your message at the club last night. I knew it must be urgent. Well, what's happened? There's been a fresh overflow of mud in Holly Mill Lane. What? 
another one? In all my experience, Mr. Devil, I can't remember anything like it. Mm. We've been up half the night trying to get the wretched stuff back in the fissure. As fast as we've cleared one lot, there's another to replace it. Hey, I thought they'd sealed it all up with boards or something. Oh, impossible. The whole lot's burst under the pressure. The Wilson farmhouse is going to be in real trouble unless we can do something rather quickly. Well, provided we can prevent any more damage before it dries up. Mr. Deverell, when I left Hollymill Lane just under an hour ago, the overflows had stopped. But the mud was dry as before, like solid concrete slabs. Yeah. You have all the help you need? Only thanks to those boys from the RAF station. They've worked miracles. Well, do the best you can. Just before I came to meet you here, I received word that two new fissures have been discovered. What? In the walls of the Hollycrag Caves, just outside Redlow. The caves? Also, the Americans reported this morning a series of earth tremors on the shores of Lake Michigan, Chicago. Oh. I respect your integrity, Mr. Deverell. But your own personal feelings have no place in this emergency. Now, look here, Landers. I don't care what sort of mud it is. What I want to know is where is it coming from and how do we stop it? And I think you should be interested in our work at the laboratory, Mr. Deverell. During the night, the specimen of mud taken by Professor Lippitt has grown to more than three times its original size. All right, Mrs. Deverell. Leave the tap running, will you, please? Yes, sir. Still not sure we shouldn't have tried HC1 or even H2SO4. Might have been a shortcut. Before we resort to the acids, John, let's see what water can do. I can't get over it, you know, to think that just a, a few hours ago that same sample was big enough to fit inside my briefcase. And now look at the size of it. What I'm more concerned with is how it manages to change its substance from one period to the next. You know, when I came in here last night, it was wet and clammy, but it was nowhere near filling the base of the tank. And it's obvious it only swells in its liquid state. I've never found a geological formation do that before. Is that enough water? Uh, that's fine. Turn it off, will you please? Right. Touch Well, is anything happening? Uh, we have to give it time to penetrate. It needs a full immersion. I think it looks positively repulsive. Like a great octopus just waiting to stretch out. <laughs> I wish it were an octopus. At least we'd know how to treat it. <laughs> Mrs. Deverell, I really think you should go home now. We are very grateful for your help. Oh, I'm not tired. Oh, but your husband should be back by now. It's quite all right, Professor. I'm sure he knows how to make his own cup of tea. Joseph. Hmm? I think something's happening. Let me see. Look, there are some small particles floating off. Can you see? Like very fine pieces of shell. You may find there are shavings of small pebbles picked up during the overflow. At least it is a good sign that the water has managed to separate them. We must give it a little longer. Come in. Oh, sorry to trouble you. Dr. Richard. Oh, come in, Doctor. Thank you. I didn't want to disturb you, gentlemen. Mrs. Deverell, I know you're up to your eyes in it. Is anything wrong, Doctor? Uh, I need some advice. Something's going on in the town, and, well, frankly, I can't make head nor tail of it. I, I thought you might be able to help. Well, go on, please. Well, it's something I noticed yesterday morning, soon after the tremors, all that business in Hollymill Lane. Mr. Wilson and I... Mr. Wilson? Uh, he owns the farmhouse. Oh, yeah. We were taking a shortcut across one of his fields, just at the back of the lane. He did a bit of shooting, and we thought we'd bagged a rabbit. Yes? But we hadn't. It was a bird. A blackbird. You mean you'd shot it by mistake? No. We found it lying in the grass at the foot of a hefty-looking oak tree. No bullet hole. Then... We found a lot more. More? You mean birds? Everything. Birds, mice, squirrels, rabbits, wood pigeons, a lot. It was like a graveyard for dead animals. Anyway, I took a couple of them back to my surgery for dissection. They weren't marked, 
or even bruised, and there were no traces of poison. Then what? Well, I'd say both of them had died from some form of asphyxia. And there were also very distinct blood clots flooding the brain cells, a hemorrhage, in fact. Doctor, you are connecting these deaths with the mud overflows, eh? Is that correct? I came, Professor, because wildlife is dying off all over the town, and it's my job to try and find out why. No, no, you're quite right, Doctor. I think there is a connection. Joseph, oh, what I... way? It's not the first time I've encountered this situation. There's a small village to the north of Concepcion in my country. Wildlife died there quite considerably after the 1960 earthquake. Did anyone ever discover why? No. Well, it's possible the fracture in the Earth's crust released some compressed gas, maybe even nitrogen. Yes, but in Holly Mill Lane, it would have affected everybody, especially those working along the fissure. You found no traces of poison in your dissection? None whatever. What about insecticide? This is a country district. They use it all the time. Now I'm convinced that whatever the destructive force is, we shall find what we are looking for in the mud overflows. Joseph! Yes? Look at the tank! The water! It's turned green. All the water in the tank. It's turned green! For nurse, Miss Marshall. You've only made things twice as difficult. Nurse! No! No! It's about time you had some sleep, young lady. You can't expect your condition to improve whilst you're lying here in the dark, day and night, with your eyes wide open. Oh, you're not going to touch me with that needle again, are you? Oh, please, sister, please, please, now now, please, then. please. Oh, nurse, please. will you get me a syringe, please? You know how many seasons. Uh, yes. Now, look here, my dear. You're not going to help yourself by doing that, are you? You're getting yourself all worked up over nothing. Now, now, why don't you lie back and relax, hmm? A little sleep won't do you any harm. I don't want to sleep. Well, that's silly. I only wish I had the chance. It isn't life when you're not conscious. Your body must have a chance to unwind, my dear. You, you can't expect it to do that whilst you're wide awake. There. You won't open the blinds, will you? Of course not. Not if you don't want me to. Yes, it's a thank you, Miss. No, no, please don't. I hate having that needle near me. Miss Marshall, now, we're not going to be foolish about this, are we? Keep still, please. Nurse, hold her on. Right. Now, you can forget about everything, my dear. Just close your eyes. I don't think it'll do any good, sister. The last one I gave her, she just lay here in the dark the whole time without saying a word, eyes wide open. She didn't even like it when I switched on the light. It's life. Life. Born all over again. Nurse, I think Dr. Robeson's in our patience. Run down and ask him to come up for a few moments, please. I'd, I'd feel happier if he had a look at her before we settle down for the night. Uh, yes. Harry, please. Miss Marshall? Miss Marshall, can you hear me? You can't sleep with your eyes open, my dear. Come now, try and get some sleep. Sleep, 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 sleep,
men and see if you can clear that solid mud at the other end, will you? Very good, sir. It's pretty difficult stuff to handle, sir. You'd better warn your people to be careful. Yes, sir. Uh, very good, sir. Everything's scorched. As fast as they dig it up, it's as though the whole grass and soil has been burnt. It's quite extraordinary. I must say, I find it all rather invigorating. Invigorating? Yeah. Like standing on the edge of a cliff looking out to sea, wanting to know what's on the other side, to catch a, a glimpse of the unknown. Haven't you ever felt like that? No, Mr. Deverell, I'm glad to say I haven't. I get very impatient with things I don't know about, especially problems I can't solve. Uh, you mean you have a fear of the unknown? Mm, not fear, apprehension. Uh, I'm always much more interested at the end when I discover why a problem is insoluble. Tell me something, Professor. What do you think the people of this town would do if they suddenly woke up one morning and found their precious homes crumbling around them? An extraordinary thing to say. I thought Redlow was your pride and joy. No, it's not the town. Towns are much the same wherever you go. It's, it's people. They disturb me. They always have. Even when I was a young man at university, they were the one thing I dreaded most. I suppose that's why I didn't marry for so long. This is not an easy world for us to survive in, Mr. Deverell. No, it's not the world's fault, Professor. It's people. They're so helpless, like children... Unable to think to do things for themselves. That's why I'm not so sure Redlow is such a good idea, after all. That's strange. Have you noticed something? What? The trees. Yes. And the bushes over there. They're drooping. Right the way round. Can you see? Yes. It looks as though... Do you think they are dying? Yes. Yes. Yes, I think they are. They got the whole fence on that quarter side down. I don't care what they do from now on, but I'm going to demand barricades all the way... Oh, love. What are you sitting in the dark for? It's beautiful and sunny, eh? I'm all right. I like it. Is anything wrong, love? I said I was all right, didn't I? Yes. Then but... stop fussing. Oh, it's because of last night, isn't it? I know I shouldn't have gone out and left you on your own. You must have been scared out of your life, poor love. Scared? Why should I be scared? I like to listen to the quiet. It makes sense. Quiet? What, with all that noise going on last night? I didn't hear no noise. Well, the, the mud. That noise. It's been pouring out the lane. That first time. You, you remember, love, we were scared stiff. Not anymore. Oh, what do you mean, not anymore? If we get any more of that stuff, it'd float clean through those barricades right here to the house. I couldn't stand any more of that squeaking and squealing. It'd drive me round the bend. So what was When I... I was on my own here last night, I felt lonely and fed up. I didn't want you to go. I, I was depressed. Oh, Mary. I, I started wandering about the room aimlessly, looking at things, objects, anything. For some unknown reason, they all started coming into focus, standing out. It was a long time before I'd found the reason why. Well, why? It was because they weren't nearly as important as I'd always thought they were. Not one single object in this room was important. Not one. And then I could hear the mud outside. I ran and opened the window. It was dark. I couldn't see a thing. But I knew it was there. I could almost feel its presence. Do you understand, Tug? 
It wasn't forcing itself. It was a gentle slide. Friendly, and it made me feel better. Much better. Well, that should do it. We're going to need a new tank, Joseph. By the look of things, you'll need some new hands. They're stained with dye. I think we must be prepared to explore the possibility of MGOH2. Magnesium? <laughs> yes, I see what you mean. It's got that metallic sheen about it. Hey, wait a minute. What's this? What? Can you see uh, on the flat side? A sort of white powder. Oh, yes. Let's uh, get it out of the tank and have a better look. Yeah. 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 Careful. Yeah. Yeah. Keep yourself clear, please, Mrs. Devereux. This stuff's got a nasty habit of burning. Yes. Uh, Joseph, there's a file on the... Mm -hmm. Yes, that's it. Can I have it, please? Thanks. It's... It's like chalk. What do you think, John? Salt. Salt? Rock salt. Are you sure? I've seen enough of it in the Caspian. But it's not possible to get formations this far inland. From the channel. Why, yes. And that rather leaves us where we came in, doesn't it? Not a word. Not another word. Just let anyone try and tell me where this lot came from. What? Frankly, seashells. We've been digging them up all morning. Not in Holly Mill Lane. In Holly Mill Lane. Some were stuck fast in the mud. The rest were found all along the edge of the fissure. And there are plenty more where they came from. These are the sort of things my kids pick up on the beach. They've got thousands in their bedroom. And give them a few more with my compliments. Sedimentation. That means they are following a course inland from the sea. Oh, what a clever fellow. Amazing what they teach them at university these days. Robert, <laughs> do you know where we can get hold of an electrogenerator? A generator? Yes. If we can force enough heat into a thermatically sealed container, this may be a way of breaking up the mud. At least we can study the effects. Do you think you could get one? I don't know, I suppose so. But listen, Joseph, I still think there's a strong sulfuric chloride element in the mud. Before we do anything else, why not try an opposing agent? No, I think not. Anything's worth a try. We haven't the time. Time? You mean, you think there's going to be another... All I think at the moment, Robert, is that whatever the destructive force in the mud is, it's not only acid. Then for heaven's sake, man, what is it? Hello? Oh, aren't you going to say hello to me? Janet. Hmm? Who is it? It's me, darling, Ken. I've come to see you. Why? Does there have to be a reason? Now, why are you sitting here in the dark, cutting out the remains of a perfectly good day? The light hurts my eyes. I prefer being in the darkness. Oh, since when? What about all those walks we've had only the other day up on the hill? I think it's horrible. Hmm? What is? The wall. Those marks. The wall? Oh, that! That's the busy old sun trying to get a look in through the blinds. I think it's rather beautiful, those deep red lines. Oh, come on, darling. Won't you come over to the window and watch the sunset with me? No. Janet, will you tell me something? That pain. After your fall, when you woke up, you had a pain in your head. Is that what's troubling you? No. Then, darling, what is it? Nothing. I keep telling you I'm quite all right. If only... If only what? My eyes. If only for a few minutes. I could close my eyes. Just for a few minutes. There we are, Mrs. Deverell. Thanks for the lift, Joseph. Um, how about coming in for a drink? 
You won't be home for a while. Uh, no, thank you. I won't. I must go straight back to the laboratory. I'm afraid it's going to be another long night for you. Ah, yes. Joseph, do you really think there's going to be danger? I mean, for the town. Who can tell? We have a lot of questions to answer before we know that. Would you be offended if I asked you a very personal question? I don't know. It depends. Why is it you've never married? You are very inquisitive, Mrs. Deverell. She... She must have hurt you very much, did she? Yes. You see? I know more about you than you could ever possibly know about she yourself. She died. Giving birth to our son. She was my wife. Joseph. Oh, I am sorry. I didn't realize you... But it's no good, you know. You can't let it go on haunting you for the rest of your life. If she loved you, she wouldn't have wanted it that way. It was a long time ago, Mrs. Deverell. And I suppose that means you'll never think about marriage again. Oh, maybe. Well, I'd better go in. Yes, I think so. You know, Joseph, sooner or later you're going to have to learn to forget. Not at all, Mrs. Deverell. My greatest problem is that I have forgotten much too soon. What is it, Tug? Shh. Keep your voice down, Doctor. My wife's upstairs. I, I don't want her to know you're here. What's up? Is she ill? Well, maybe she is. She, she's been going on a bit. Things don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. When she talks, she looks straight through you, as though you don't even exist. I'm sure she doesn't hear a thing, I say. When did the start? Well, the first time was when I tackled her about these birds we found. She said that whatever it was that killed him, it was probably all for the best. And then again, just, just a little while ago, I, I found her sitting all alone in the kitchen, in the dark. Even though it was broad daylight outside. The dark? Yes, couldn't see a thing. When I put my arms round her, she, she didn't even want me to kiss her. But when I did, it was, it was like kissing a block of ice. She was cold? Yeah, absolutely freezing, poor love. Doctor, I'm scared. Imagine it, me, Doug Wilson, scared to face the darkness. What is it, Doc? What's, what's wrong with me? What's going on round here? That was grossly unfair. A beastly thing to do. I beg your pardon, my dear? I've just been reading that interview you gave to an American reporter in London. Those disgusting things you said about Joseph. Joseph? I apologize, my dear. I hadn't realized I was hurting your feelings. How many more times do I have to tell you that the only reason I went to the laboratory was to see if I could help? Mm, a great sacrifice. What's the matter with you these days? Are you suffering from some kind of persecution mania or something? Well, let's drop the subject, shall we, my dear? I've had a spitting headache all day. I don't see you as a jealous lover, Hugh. It doesn't suit you. I said drop it. Please, dear. Oh, Hugh. Let's get away from here. Right away from all the pettiness and the small mind. No, my dear. My place is here. <sighs> it's very bright in this room. Let's, let's go somewhere where we can forget about them all. Learn to live a life of our own. Have some fun like we used to. So hurtful to the eyes. Have you thought what's going to happen when Joseph sees that interview? Suppose he decides to stop everything and walk out on you. He will be replaced. Why do I even bother to talk to you? Shall I tell you something, Hugh? 
When I first met you, you were really someone to admire, to look up to. But not anymore, Hugh. These days you only live to exist. I don't know you anymore. Would you mind if I drew the curtains, my dear? I really do find the light in here very strong. It hurts my eyes. I couldn't care less if you sit in the dark for the rest of your life. think there's a chance this stuff will get on the move again? Well, I wouldn't stick us on guard out here if it wasn't. Oh, it's a cheat, though. What is? We're calling in the RAF to clear up this dump. We're supposed to be airmen. It's a liberty. And what would you do if those concrete blocks suddenly popped out of that hole in the road and Mother Nature sent another dose of slivering muck to greet you? I wouldn't stay round to thank her. Spoken like a true Englishman. Hey, Corp. What? Hey, what about a drink? What's the matter with you, son? Matter? You forgetting Queen's regulations or something? We're on guard duty. I got some whiskey from the naffy. Ah, well, under the circumstances, I suppose. Yeah, hand it over me, rucksack. Yeah, so. There's a dead cert I'm not going to get through this night unless. Shut up. What is it? Can you hear something? No. Walter. Water? I could have sworn I heard running water. Oh, not again. I'm going over the other side. Have a look. See, you hang on there for me. You're joking. You won't get me staying here all on me, Todd. I'm coming with you. Are you connected to that end, Robert? Yes, I think so. Uh, you're sure it's not going to blow up on us or anything? I feel most unsafe. I wouldn't rely on it. Anyway, if we can get it up to 100 degrees, we'll at least have some idea of the effects. Now, are you ready? Ready. Right. Is anything happening? I don't know yet. Looks awfully hot inside there. Doesn't look as though it's drying. Uh, can you give me a reading? 85, 90, 95. That's it, 100. Shall I turn it off? No, no, no. Give it a few minutes. We can always boost it up if we have to. Right. Look, um, I'm going to see if John's found anything under the microscope. Can you cope for a while? That's all right, old boy. I'll shout good and loud if I need you. Well, what can you see, John? It's difficult to tell. The piece of mud I chipped off was really a bit too big for this thing. Mind you, it would be better if I could get hold of my own microscope. But uh, can you trace the salt? Oh, it's rock salt, all right, except it's even finer. More like... Hey, what the hell's this? What? Look, there, there are some small particles. Yes. It is, you know. There's a movement. Movement? What are you talking about? Joseph, either I'm going stark raving mad, or this stuff's turning back into a liquid substance... Right in front of me. Wait a minute. Look. Take a look through the lens here. Tell me what you can see. Now, am I mad or aren't I? No, John, you're not mad. They are tissues. Joseph, don't you see what this means? For heaven's sake, man. Make sure. Make quite sure. I am sure. And organic matter and geological substance, it's, it's incredible. Just a few minutes ago, that thing was dead solid. That means... That... It means that it has the ability to multiply, but only in its liquid state. Multiply? How much? Joseph, 
We've got to get the medics onto this. I've never seen anything like it before. It's way out of our... No, no, no. Before we say anything to anyone, let us first complete our analysis. If there are living organisms in this mud, we've got to find out where they come from and how they are formed. And most of all, somehow we've got to determine the extent to which they are able to multiply. Joseph, that one small sample we took from Holly Mill Lane multiplied itself more than three times overnight. At that rate of expansion, it could completely swamp this area in 48 hours. I tell you, it was out of our hands. Hello? Oh, yes, Inspector. It... It's what? Yes, we did. But we had no idea it could put... Oh, hell. What's the matter? All right, Inspector. Of course we will. Yes, we'll be down as soon as we can. Holly Mill Lane? Every one of the concrete blocks are out. Oh, no! Mud seeping out of every crack in the road. It's sliding further than it's ever done. They've got every available man they could muster fighting to clear it. Joseph, it's going to multiply, isn't it? The blasted mud's going to multiply. What's that? Robert! 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 Are you... Joseph! Look at the tank! Grab hold of his arm, quickly! But the mud! Look at the mud! It's running out! It's running all over the place! Do what I say! Grab hold of his arm! Get him out of here! Before it's too late! That was episode three of The Slide by Victor Pemberton with Morris Denham as Hugh Deverell, MP, and Roger Delgado as Joseph Gomez. The part of Professor Landers was played by Rolf Lefever, Dr. Ken Richards by David Spencer, Anna Deverell by Marion Matthew, and Professor Lippert by Alan McClelland. Inspector Baxter, Geoffrey Matthews, Sorensen, Fraser Carr, nursing sister, Eva Haddon, Janet Marshall, Elizabeth Proud, RAF Corporal, Anthony Hall, Tug Wilson, Stephen Jack, Mrs. Wilson, Miriam Margulies. Other parts were played by members of the BBC Drama Repertory Company. Special sound was by the BBC Radiophonic Workshop, and the recorded production was by John Tiderman. <laughs> Episode 4 will be broadcast next Sunday at 7 o'clock. <laughs>